Well, hey everybody, it's another episode of Sauna Talk. It's the episode uh, of part of the Finnish series. Uh, we have a wonderful collection of Sauna Talk episodes from Finland, and uh, this one is, is a real gem. Uh, I had the opportunity to sit down with Kimo Helisto. He's a leading operator and pioneer in the urban public sauna space in Helsinki, Finland. We are seated at his latest project, Usi Sauna, a stylish contemporary public sauna in the new downtown area of Helsinki. Uh, Usi, uh, it's um, located right like amongst a little village of new contemporary uh, office towers and residential apartments. Uh, I don't know what was there before. They told me it was a kind of a uh, industrial area that was sort of vacated through moving uh, some of the docks and uh, harbor area. So very fresh, very clean, very close to the metro and all kinds of public transportation. Um, and Usi Sauna, you'll hear a lot about it. Um, there's uh, three saunas on property, a men's sauna, a women's sauna, and a public um, uh, rental sauna, electric uh, fired for private events and stuff. Um, in Finland, we have a system where men go to sauna separate from women, and this is a nod to that tradition with those two uh, different separate saunas. But hey, everybody can come together. Um, you know, if you go with a, a member of the opposite sex or whatever, your your partner in crime, and uh, she can go off to one area and you go off to the other sauna area, and then you can meet up outside in the courtyard and go have a beer together in the, in the common area. So this is a very common thing, and you'll hear more about this this type of layout, this Finnish style of the bar, restaurant, sauna. Uh, there are two factions to that. One is when, she, like, um, you'll hear about uh, <coughs> Lolu Spa, uh, iconic spa, and my interview with Jasper soon to be published. Uh, but staying with the chronology here, uh, that is a swimsuit sauna, bar, restaurant, where everything is co-ed. So um, you'll hear about the birth of Usi Sauna, how it all came about, how Kimo came into uh, this this space and helped design it with the empty canvas. Uh, you'll hear about the decline of the Helsinki public sauna empire, how there were 150 public saunas before World War II, before uh, the advent of uh, warm water through modern plumbing and all that. And uh, you'll hear about Kimo's uh, other project, the owner of Arla Sauna, uh, dating back to 1929. Uh, Kimo, also a musician, violinist, uh, actually a saxophonist, um, uh, is influenced in 70s uh, rock with David Bowie and Roxy Music and uh, early activity with uh, his bands and uh, being a, um, in, involved in that in the alternative music scene and art scene in Helsinki. And this great uh, squat house, the Batcave, uh, in the sauna project that they began uh, back then, even early on, uh, introducing people to uh, gathering in a public way with uh, art and music and sauna. Um, and the incubation of that concept, uh, advancing into his uh, mobilization of tent saunas um, in a beautiful project on the rooftop of uh, Manhattan, Hotel Gershwin in Manhattan, um, and a very successful um, installation that was put on multiple times. And then that uh, morphed into a uh, sauna project um, uh, for festivals in urban uh, settings um, 
music festivals, art festivals uh, all over Europe. Uh, just a fascinating story, and I'm excited to bring it to you. Um, so, Kimo, great guy. Um, you, when you go to sauna, you should only listen to yourself, not try to be there for too long a time. Uh, Kimo and I share this this freedom of sauna, and you'll, you'll hear some, some of that. So I just want to give you that introduction. Uh, I'm real excited you're listening to this. Uh, anyone that has uh, been to a sauna in a public uh, environment will, will really uh, enjoy hearing a lot of the, the back-end operational aspects for uh, running a sauna, a public sauna like this. Um, so the Finland series is almost wrapping up. Uh, welcome to Sauna Talk. And let's have a visit on the bench with Kimo Felistia. This episode of Sauna Talk is sponsored by Lampa Manufacturing from Tower, Minnesota. Lampa Manufacturing the mastermind behind the Kuma Sauna Stove products is a small family-owned company that believes in always making the best units they know how and continue striving to make them better and safer. Sauna Times offers a wide selection of Kuma products for all your authentic sauna building needs. My history goes back at least 25 years. I've owned two Kuma stoves uh, that I bought new. Uh, one in 1996, the other in 2003, and both are running as well uh, as the day I purchased them. They are built like tanks, and they produce the best heat that I've ever experienced. Um, I'm very pleased to partner with Lampa Manufacturing as an authorized distributor for the products, and they can be ordered on sonatimes.com. You look at the top on the shop button, and we're very happy to provide these wonderful sauna stoves for you. Uh, another personal note I'd like to share is I had the good fortune to have Daryl Lampa on the podcast. Uh, you can uh, search Sauna Times podcast, um, and you'll hear from probably one of the top experts in the world about uh, wood burning uh, and the process of it, the clean burning, the efficient burning, sustainable uh, heat source. Uh, so check it out and welcome to this episode of Summit Talk. So uh, I'm sitting on the bench with. Uh, my name is Kim Mohelista. Kim Mohelista. Um, you, we are sitting. Uh, tell us, tell the audience, uh, the listeners to Sauna Talk where we are. Okay, now this is the the most new public sauna in Helsinki. This kind of mixture of public sauna and a nice bar and restaurant. I opened this in the mid November, so now five six months ago. The area is a new area with lots of new new houses. So th this is kind of new new part of the. Helsinki, mm -hmm. a lot of new people, uh, new residents. New, re yeah, yeah, yeah. But is we this are, why you chose this location? They chose me. Let, oh. let I will come there later. But we are anyway in very good location in Helsinki, near downtown, and 
the local traffic is running nicely, so this is easy place to, to come wherever area of Helsinki. So this is my new sauna. It's called Uusi Sauna, which means the new sauna. And we have here three saunas and bar and a kitchen and two terraces. Two like big saunas, one sauna for men, one for women, and one sauna which is heated. Uh, it's like electric sauna. It's for private sessions or weekends. It's like uh, sauna for both sexes. An extra space for busy time? Yeah, also like that. But in Finland, we have this system that men's, men go to their own sauna and ladies to their sauna, so we don't have too much this mixed sauna. Mm -hmm. Because in good saunas, people want to be nude. Mm -hmm. Of course, here in Helsinki, we have also saunas, which are mixed saunas, but th there we use some swimming dress or so. Or, or troxers, maybe. I, yeah. But if you're really a sauna heavy user, then you prefer going nude, naked, right, naked right. to sauna. So at the Uzi sauna, if, um, if I came with a girl and, and she went to the lady's sauna, I went to the men's sauna, and we both... Uh, but does does not mean that we are not in, integrated because as we cool down, we can visit your lovely courtyard. Yeah, sure, sure. And when, when you are not in the hot room of sauna, then you can be together. And like I said, on Saturdays and Sundays, this electric sauna is for both sexes. Nice. So, so there's a full range of options for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good, good. And so go ahead on the This Place Chose You. And uh, Let's say this way that... Uh, I was asked to 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 plan this sauna. There there was a international uh, competition of planning this block, all these houses, and what what in this block would be. And the winner was one group from uh, Italy, German, and and London, I guess. So this kind of city planners and architects and those people. So two girls from Italy contact, contacted me and asked if I would be interested. And they told me that they have been winning this kind of competition. And they asked if I would be interested to help them to make th this kind of sauna thing in their plans. At that time, we didn't know that if it would be uh, it w would never happen. But of course, uh, I said that, of course, I'm going to help you, and that uh, that's interesting. And I, I knew that it could be also a possibility for me to get this sauna to be real. That, that, that happened quite a long time ago. That was 2010, so seven, eight years ago. And little by little, <laughs> this all happened. Mm -hmm. So I, 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 I was lucky to get into this project in very, very early, early beginning. So right. all what is now done here, I can blame o only myself somehow, because I, I got po possibility to think what kind of location this mm -hmm. should be. Mm -hmm. So I wanted, wanted to have those three saunas, two saunas which are heated by, by, by wood, wooden pellets, and one sauna, this private sauna, 
uh, electric heated sauna. Yes. And then I had possibility to make this restaurant with kitchen, bar. Mm -hmm. uh, be, because in Helsinki we didn't have this kind of restaurant where there would be sauna at the same time. Sauna this way that it would be all the time open. So you could go there if, if you only want. In Helsinki we have lots of saunas, this kind of private saunas. But you have to make, you have to order them. Mm -hmm. You have to make reservations. No spontaneity. Yeah. 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 And of course, we have had those old public saunas. In 20s, 30s, and 40s in Helsinki, we had 150 public saunas. All the old blocks had one or two saunas because apartments didn't have hot water, they didn't have showers and bath. So people used to go to those public saunas. But nowadays, all those public saunas are gone, so we have only two of those old saunas left. And can you list those for us? Yeah, yeah Sauna Arla, which is n from 1929, and Kotiharju Sauna, 1928. They are both in in, in a location or area called Kallio, which is this kind of urban area where 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 uh, you know workers used to live that's right in, in 20s neighborhood yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. those apartments in that area there there were lots of people and lots of families in very small apartments with maybe only cold water in the kitchen mm -hmm. so that's why they, they had lots of those public saunas right can you tell us uh, about your background with with either of these two oh. that are still around oh, okay like my own background I'm born. I'm. I am born 1961. I've been living here in Helsinki all of my life. I, I was born in Pohjoishaag, a little bit outside downtown. And let's say this way that when I was teenager, I was really into the music. Then came, you know, first Roxy music and David Bowie in early 70s, Mark Boland, T-Rex, this kind of nice, nice music. And then late 70s came punk rock. So I was kind of punk rocker and we, we had our own bands. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to play violin, but mm. sometimes in 16, 17 years ago, uh, old, I got tenor saxophone and then we, then we made our first bands. And in early 80s, we had really like good thing going on with music scene here in Helsinki also. I started to, to study to become a teacher, but at the same time we had kind of half professional band. We made three albums in, in early 80s. And almost when I, when I, I almost graduated to become a teacher, but then here in Helsinki, in one squat house, they started a radio station where, where I got, got to work. I was there uh, a DJ and a produ music producer and did all kinds of city journalism and this kind of thing. Was this a pirate radio station? No, it wasn't pirate. It was the first uh, like, uh, commercial, legal, first commercial uh, local radio station in, in <coughs> and, Finland. And backing up one more step, what was the name of your band? Okay, th 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 that was called, in Finnish, it, it's called Kadotetut. 
in English it means like lost ones or damned or something like that. Yeah, uh, you know, the damned from... Uh, from from London, London, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah. 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 We were also a punk band, a little bit more like new wave, so... Mm. Talking heads, maybe? Uh, yeah, or? a little bit th this kind of thing. Yeah. M more rhythmical things and we, we had a nice nice set of so in, we had drums bass and guitar but also keyboards violin player and saxophone cool so, so a little roxy music influence with no punk edge. little bit like that yeah, yeah that's true was the clash a big influence for you no clash not maybe to me but our main main singer and leader of the band he was a really Clash fan, yeah. uh, and he was a really like punk rocker. I was more e elitist, like w with my David Bowie Roxy music background, and then the violinist. She 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 was a little bit younger than us. She was a girl, mm -hmm. and really talented uh, violinist. N nowadays she's really like doing lots of film music and theater music and nice. music herself. So so we were quite. Uh, we were quite good. Nice. I'm speaking for, uh, I'm sure the listeners driving around, um, many people have Spotify. Any chance of um, being able to get that music on Spotify? Uh, not, Those three uh, albums. Uh, not right now in Sp Spotify, but at least in YouTube okay. you could find something. Could, could you spell, uh, for listeners, could you spell the letters? K-A-D-O-T-E-T-U-T. That should get you there. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Good okay, background. but uh, now we are sometimes in the mid-80s, uh, uh, and uh, I was there in the radio, radio station called Radio City in this squat house, which was called Lepakkoluola Batcave in English, and there we had a good sauna also. Mm. Wood-fired. Wood, yeah, wood-heated sauna, and then in the 90s we started to have in this sauna there was a bar and the sauna. We started to run this kind of, like every week, this kind of sauna club with good sauna, with two DJs and some strange performances. Not too much bands or music, but all kinds of performances like poetry or dance or, or circus or all, all kind of strange and diff different performing arts, let's say this way. Uh, can we, and, can and we, uh, and yeah. I just uh, want to ask you about the layout of the place, like if, like maybe you could just speak through what a night would be like, about what time would, would people come to sauna? Let's say, the, yeah, it was always on Tuesdays because okay. Tuesday was the most boring day of the okay. week. So Not, nothing was happening. So Tuesday about what time? Uh, I think we opened after six or six o'clock, people who started to came after six to eight, and it was open maybe to one o'clock, something like that, like no normal bar evening. Would the performance be happening in conjunction with sauna, or was it sauna and then performance? In, in this, this location, there was a, a bar not too big, maybe, maybe 60 square meters of room which had a bar and one DJ. And then there was a sauna, quite big sauna, maybe 20 square meters, and shower room. And outside the shower room, there is a room for where you could change your clothes, 
not too big, 30, 40 square meters, no lockers, only some places where you could leave your things. And there was the main DJ, a guy called Tixa. Would this be a co-ed hot room at the time? Uh, sorry? Um, men and women in the hot room? Yeah, yeah, it was totally like mixed sauna. Mixed sauna. Yeah. And music could be heard in the hot one hot room. Music uh, no, could no. trickle into the, you could hear it. Yeah, you could hear, yeah, there were two rooms with two different music in this bar, bar room. It was more like ambient, a yeah. little bit more like this kind of, nice background music. Yeah. What and would be an example of an artist that one could hear back then um, in the ambient space? If you can take your mind back. And maybe remember. some Birmingham sound, I don't know. Uh, Oasis, or no. Um, um, what, what I, the, no. The Verve, maybe? or Okay, maybe they came a little bit later, but no, no more like Fuck, no, I, it's okay. I, I don't We're remember going there together. Any, any more of those. We're going together. Kinds. So yeah. English, English style? All kinds of music. Yeah. The, both DJs did very... Eclectic? Like all kinds of Finnish, yeah. even some classical music. Nice, nice. It was really like, like, like a huge, huge mixture Range. of music understood so two different sound systems yeah recorded uh, music yeah and mm -hmm. this another dj he he was talking a lot telling all kinds of stories singing himself there and doing really like uh -huh. strange crazy show yeah. and playing strange even more strange music old finnish like seven inch records and cool. all kinds very of ret retro old stuff yeah know. and very like personal very strange sure so DJ. so a guest to this sauna to this experience would be in a towel if they're in the process of sauna uh walking around in a towel maybe yeah yeah, yeah. Not a lot of that not naked towel around you or not even everybody didn't go to the sauna then they had their mm -hmm. normal clothes but mm -hmm. towel on but a sauna was a key component of the space. Yeah, it was the heart of the evening, kind of. Cool. And it was really good sauna, this kind of once-heated sauna. Yeah. So there were not the fire on in the stove. You know, maybe you can tell your listeners what, what I mean yeah. when the sauna is this kind of once-heated. Once, you once you, you heat, heat the sauna beforehand. For you how many hours at that for that sauna? Maybe four or five hours. Okay. Fire so they're on, and then you close the chimney, and then right. it's ready. Let me speak to listeners about that um, real quickly. What this once fired sauna is about, and there is there, this is a, a faction of sauna of wood fired sauna um, that's that's available. Um, you have continuous heat, and then you have once fired. The once fired means that a sauna maker like the uh, the, the stoker or the man making the, the person making the fire must must come like five hours earlier and get a fire uh, started in the hot box and burn it full and hot uh, for four or five hours heating a massive amount of rocks above. Yes. Then when uh, it's up to temperature and these rocks are red hot, um, it bur you, you well, you don't extinguish, you just let the fire go out in most cases yeah. and pull the coals out. Yeah. And what you have is no burning happening. And you've, what you've created after five hours of continuous burning is massive heat 
uh, on the rocks. Yeah. And this allows for a very long sauna session, no burn. Yeah. Did I explain that well? Just like that. Just okay. perfect. Okay. And that is the original way of having sauna also in Finland. Yeah. This, this kind of uh, oven, kiwas, like we call it, where is fire all the time, that's an invention which is made in maybe 30s. So Very traditional. Yeah. So Was the smoke, smoke sauna, smoke sauna is this kind of sauna that you do the heating beforehand. There are lots of stones to get them really hot. Right and then you take off the fire and the sauna is ready. Right on, right on. Yeah. And that, is that what we're experiencing here? The yeah, in, the, in Uusi sauna, I have this kind of system, the techniques, and also there in my other sauna, which is this sauna Arla in Kallio area. Mm -hmm. Like those saunas had always. Is it a commercial sauna or custom build on in these two the commercial saunas? saunas. Okay, yeah, it, yeah. the Narvi is it the Narvi by chance? The N A R V I. Uh, uh, I mean, is I it a, the, the stove? The, the stove. No, they they are built there. Oh, uh, custom build. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm jumping ahead, and I don't mean to. So taking us back, what was the time frame for that sauna? The um, that the where the exhibitions were happening. Um, we want to take this story chronologically. So the time frame for that sauna? There in this squat house, we had that club. Uh, it was called actually Höyryklubi, the steam club. We started in 1995, and then they took the house down in the end of 99. So it was about four or five years yeah. we had that sauna club. Fr from a squat perspective, that's a long, you had a nice run. Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. the house was uh, squatted originally in 1979, so we had that house there 20 years. That's fabulous. And then we had this sauna thing going on there the last five years. Nice. Yeah. And uh, you, somebody invested some money to build this custom single burn stove, right? There was had money had to come from somewhere for the sauna stove. The, okay, there there was lots of people doing this kind of work because they wanted to build their own own house. And little by little, also the city of Helsinki started to little bit support the thing there. And w there were some clubs, some restaurants. So we had also some business of ourselves. So w the money we got in, we put it in different kind of things there. Including the stove. Yeah. Which yeah. had to be a good chunk of the money for the build of yeah, this space. I, I, maybe the stove were actually sponsored by this Aitokiwas company, because it was Aitokiwas. It's Can one you spell that, please? A-I-T-O. And Narvi purchased them? Aitokiwas. Yeah. It's one of the best kiwas, which are those once he did. I gotta. Years. I have to interject. So I don't know if this could ever happen in America, where <clears throat> it doesn't matter what you're doing. But um, you know, companies aren't in the business to give and support uh, giving away their product for an enterprise, let alone a very fringe enterprise. Yeah, yeah. But there was a good thing going on. Very good spirit. You know, young people doing their own thing. So, and there were very clever people who could ask these kind of things. And when, if they went to the, the ask something, they very often got also something. 
because they were trustful and they were doing the good thing. Th 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 those companies understood that these are not anarchists. They are not some idiots who are, you know, spending their life to drinking or something. They knew that they, they have something yeah. really important things Beautiful. going on. Well said. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that, Kimo. Okay, Keep but going. then in the end of 99, the house was taken down and then kind of, then the, this sauna thing of mine almost stopped, but then we once had a possibility to have once again this sauna happening in one, one local festival here, and we made a sauna in a, a big tent and did this kind of one time happening of this Höru Klubi there in this festival. And there, one friend of mine, a uh, guy called uh, Stefan Lindfors, who had some business in New York, told us that, fuck, he knows one place in New York where this kind of tent sauna happening would be great. And that was uh, Hotel, Hotel Gershwin in Manhattan, 26th Street between 5th and 6th Avenue. And he gave the contact of the, the, the owner of that hotel, one Urs Jacob, one guy from LA, originally of oh, San Francisco, now I don't remember. And we contacted him and told him that, yeah, Stefan told me that in your hotel there would be rooftop where this kind of happening would be possible. And this Urs, he was crazy enough that it, yeah, why not, guys? Pl please come here. Then I went to visit him. We checked the place and thought that, yeah, we could really make it there. What and year was that? That was two, 2000. I visited there first time in summer 2000. And our first trip there to New York was in September or October 2000. And there we had five or six days, this our sauna party going on, and it was a great success. How did you, <coughs> in America, um, handle the kiwas, the stove? We took it from the Finland. No way. Yeah, we had this Finnair, Finnish air company, was sponsoring us. And then we got also some other sponsors, like local, local Finnish, uh, liquor company nice. like Finlandia Vodka. Cool. And then I don't remember anymore, but we collected some money and of course we, we, we paid a little bit of our own. So we didn't make any profit with this, but we got a good experience and a really good party there for one week. And it meant that they asked us to come back next year. So next time we went there, it was maybe April 2001. And we did it again, and it was even more good success there. And Rooftop the, sauna. Yeah. Tent. Ten, tent. What was and the stove? The stove was big Harvia Kiwas. And okay. Continuous heat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when we were there, f when we were there first time, we knew then that, okay, we will come back. So we left the yeah. sauna things there. Perfect. So 
Were you getting good heat with the tent? Yeah, really good. It, it was a, it's a big tent. It's like 25 square meters. Originally Russian military tent. Okay. So they could fit easily 30, even more people because people didn't sit only there in the right. highest bench. That's exactly right. O also down there. Yeah. Isn't that nice to have in a, in a public sauna? Um, you know, I know the Russian banya is traditional, in the commercial public way, you have multiple bench heights. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you, you adapted that for that rooftop sauna, the multiple bench no, opportunity. Yeah, yeah and of course people. in Finnish saunas also we have different benches. Normally everybody goes there to the highest bench, mm -hmm. but... Hey, there you it, go low, you go low. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So th this kind of, and then uh, after this first New York happening, we understood, and I understood that, fuck, this is a great concept. We should do something for, with this. And th then we had also one agent who started to, to, to introduce us and sell our gigs to European music festivals and all kinds of city happenings. And it went this way that maybe for 10 years from starting then 2000 to 2010 it was my main mm. main work kind of having this kind of mobile tent sound happening yeah, all yeah. around in Europe like a we, we, more of a pop-up pop, nowadays they call it pop-up okay. sauna but okay. that time yeah. that, that can, word wasn't can we talk news. about that a little bit do you mind yeah 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 we, we yeah. had we were there in New York in this hotel Gershwin Mm -hmm. Four times. Okay. Actually, we were the third time w was planned this way that it would be in the September 2001. But then came this 9/11, this and we couldn't come there. But then we came n next time, af af sometimes in spring 2002, and we did it altogether four times there. Then the owner of the hotel sold his his business and we were planning to do it in his hotel in no i don't remember was it in toronto or in montreal and then also in los angeles but it was always so complicated I so understand. so it didn't happen <coughs> but then we we do it many in lots of places in europe yeah. almost everywhere mostly in germany yeah. netherlands belgium in Denmark, the, France. With a music festival or art festival? Both. L lots of music festivals, l lots of all kinds of city happenings, yeah. like urban happenings, like not nothing else but our sauna or our thing, or then in between some other right on. happenings. Not on rooftops anymore. No, no, right. no. So a little easier to build. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, a little o bit. O often a tent or most often a tent or not necessarily? Uh, sorry. Tents. Like the, like, I'd like to know a little bit. I, I know listeners would appreciate knowing. Let's say you're going to Rotterdam for something. And, and what's it? what was it like? Like behind the curtain, what it, we call the nuts and bolts. Oh, a stove that was it mainly tents that you were doing was it a replication yeah, yeah. In, 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 festival, in festivals we had one tent with this sauna and then we had a more big almost like a circus tent but like big military tent where we had bar and dj 
and then we had one tenth or some some. Uh, no, no. It's okay. Co 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 what Concrete? Is? No, no, no. no. So this box. Co oh, uh, container. Container for yeah. for 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 Cardero for the things to leave. Yeah. And some kind of place where you could have a shower or wash yourself. In the container or in, in the tent? In, in a container or in a tent yeah. or if there was a lake or river or, nice. or sea, then you could do it there. Cool. We had to do it this way, you know, if some place had some showers, we used the showers. It, it was always different, but the oh. sauna was always the same in the tent. Okay, let's talk and, about and the, the sauna. The, the big, big yeah. tent for the DJ and right bar. So the, the tent sauna was an independent uh, place. Yeah. When uh, you, you know, did you say 30 square meters generally? It's or? five meters and five meters, so yeah. 25 square meters. Perfect. You had the, the kiwas, the stove, and then you, multiple benches that you could build or assemble yeah, taken yeah, out of the container yeah, yeah okay the tent you build the tent yeah the floor you probably had some decking or flooring uh, or? it depends also it depends where we were sometimes we had some wooden wooden yep. floor there yep but if the f ground was okay without that yep. we could go Perfect. like that then also. you w the the people would sauna in this tent then when you leave the sauna would you step outside Generally, or would you be stepping out into another tent? No, to, then, then you walked outside, of okay. course, yeah, okay. and went to another tent or some building or... <coughs> I must ask you, I, I, I hope you don't mind me asking no, the no, details. No, no. I, the details yeah, are really yeah, yeah. Uh, inspirational and, 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 and welcome. Did you run into problems with the kiwas not being able to keep up with people coming and going in and out of the tents on cold days and stuff? Uh, we had to have this way that there was always one guy running the sauna and putting the water over the stones, this kind of sauna master. Yeah. So we didn't let people to put... Or wood or water. Yeah. Lolu was controlled by the sauna master. Yeah. And he was also a little bit closing the door and letting people in and getting out. Okay. Was there and, ever and, and also showing, because people are maybe not so used to have sauna right. in France or somewhere in Italy or, you know... Totally. So Greece or wherever. Yeah. Okay, there we haven't been in Greece. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. But then anyway, <laughs> so he was telling that, yeah, sit down there and yeah. I will put this water here. And I think don't stay too long, only like five minutes. And when it's too hot, get Kim, out and drink water. And could, could that uh, work that you did, that project you did, at all be the beginning of Oscus? I don't... Uh, actually, m me, myself, I don't like this German Aufguss traditional because I, I, I like this free sauna like like Finnish free sauna that you stay there as long as it feels good for you it's anyway personal thing yeah. you can't be in a hot room too long if you don't want and you can put the lolu whenever you want and then you can go out and yeah but at that time it was important to have a sauna master for these festivals for these events Again, controlling people coming and going so that they're not standing there with the tent open too long. Uh, yeah. Uh, adding wood, uh, 
uh, as needed. Yeah. And Lolu uh, as prescribed by a Finn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, I, I got to ask you one other quick question about the tent thing, because in Minnesota, it's really cold. Yeah. And the idea... We have had this our tent also in minus 20 Celsius. And this is my question is... And th then we had this kind of the, the yeah. normal tent and uh -huh. some inside tent inside a pre room so, so the, yeah so there were two cover good co covers okay the, thank you yeah yeah and you knew that by based on where you were setting up whether it was going to get too cold and you needed a what i call a pre-room a tent and a mini tent and then hot room that was an uh, adaptation or that was an added thing when it was cold yeah yeah works good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know i love that space because it's very steamy it's cool and steamy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good. Okay, so then you, you would also have a big tent with the DJ and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then a container you could deploy. You could use the container space too. Yeah, sometimes if festival festivals or happenings had those containers, we right could on. use them. You did this for about 10 years, and you were the main person for this type yeah. of Yeah, so we did many gigs during the summertime, like maybe 10, 10 happenings in one summer and sometimes also in winter time but mostly in summertime and then okay then 2006 i found out this sauna arla kind of it was quite forgotten sauna almost almost dead and gone it was one elder guy who was running it kind of hobby hobby for him he was then already more than 70 years old and it was in really bad shape it looked like from Aki Kauris Maki movies this mm, kind of yeah. romantic and nice location but yeah. in bad shape what is or was the stove at that point uh, the sorry? stove the kiwas yeah, what about it what, what can you describe the kiwas in that location it was the original kiwas which has been there all the time like, like huge Brick, brick made kiwas with lots of uh, stone in nice. it. Wood fired. Uh, they have changed it year 1970 for uh, city gas because there were neighborhoods who were complaining about the, f okay. the, the smoke. Okay. So in that area we had this city gas so it, it was really clever change. Nice. So with this gas you can do it with no smoke. How is it today? With city with, gas? Yeah, same way. Very good. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't mean to jump in but uh, this old, this older, 70 years old, the place was kind of in disrepair. Yeah. Then... And so I w once went there sometimes early 2000, I don't remember exactly when, but I really f fell in love with that sauna and started to go there every week as much as I, I could. And then one day this Yorma old, old guy straight asked me that, okay, Kimo, when do you want to take over this sauna? And so it went. So in the 1st of May 2006, I did the heating first time myself and then I started little by little to make it better do some renovation and kind of started to give the new spirit for that sauna and little little by little I also got new people younger people than me like students around they knew that hey now there is something going on let's go and take a look of this sauna and 
little by little it started to be better also as a as business but the urban sauna was well, again 150 ur uh, public saunas in the 20s before plumbing closing 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 this was one of really only two yeah. left yeah so it was very iconic you must have really had a sense that there's something here some yeah soul. yeah yeah sure, sure and i've always been thinking that in helsinki we have been taking too much all the old buildings yeah. and restaurants and shops down so that was a really like uh, n n not so not so easy to see anything so old here in Helsinki. Yeah, good. So th it it was also some kind of personal task for me to re kind of uh, save that place. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, you still own it? Yeah, yeah. It is there still going on. Yeah. Um, so how many years now is that? 13 years 13. it has been. So you know operations? No, kind of, yeah. 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 So fast forward to uh, 2010, you get contacted by these Italian women who have got the contract, the rights to develop where we're sitting now, yeah. Usi yeah. Sauna. Yeah. And it was probably because of, of your work with the other sauna, I would guess. Yeah, there it came, because some, some like local people here in Helsinki were telling them that nobody knows about these saunas, but maybe you should ask something from this Kimmo Helisto. Maybe he could be interested, maybe he could help you. Were you at first contact? Did it interest you from the beginning? Yeah, of course, straight away. Yeah, when why, why? No, of course, I thought that, that uh, what a great opportunity if somebody is making this kind of plan where they could maybe build a new public sauna. Hoo -hoo. With me anyway, with no money, th there would be no, no, no possibility for me to start a new sauna by my myself, you know. It's expensive. Quite expensive, like two millions to, okay. to put some something like this. Yeah. So of course I started to help them and I got good con contact with them and then little by little to these companies who started to make this. And then I got, got, got to make deal with them. Mm -hmm. An operations deal? Yeah. The owner of this this location is one local insurance company, and I am renting this with good deal with them. Nice, nice. And uh, did you invest in uh, the build out of the facility? This this build out, Usi Sauna, build out meaning the cost, the kiwas, the the who 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 or how did you organize? Who pays for the build out of this place? There was this company called SRV who built this all these six houses or all this block. Their their people, I was there, and also some contacts I knew beforehand, like the company who ma then made those kiwas. It's one company called Refrak, local local company who I knew before that they have been making good big kiwas thing going on and kiwas a stove yeah 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 mm -hmm. so it went little by little yeah. step by step that's what you needed yeah. 2010 yeah. to 2018 and, the, and the, that's why they asked me because they knew that 
there are not this kind of knowledge yeah. how to make big saunas anymore yeah. and, and, and not, make it work. And make it work, meaning the operation of yeah. it. People yeah. paying, coming in, yeah. how do you do towels, yeah. Yeah, how long do you stay, how, what hours do you open, yeah. all of this stuff that you, uh, you've been doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great. And that all started there in, in late 90s there from this squat house where we had yeah. these first clubs of sauna and then this pop-up sauna going there to New York to find. It's funny that we had to go to the New York uh, uh, until we understood that we have here a good small jewel in our hands. Agreed. There I when know. I saw those people having the sauna and having the feeling, what the fuck is, this is so great. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Yeah. Hey man, I, I feel it and I hear yeah, it. And, 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 and th then I really thought that, okay, yeah, this is something we have to now now continue and then we started to do those gigs in it was we had good agent who who had good contacts to festivals so mm -hmm. we were re really lucky at, and we did a lot of work of course of course for that it's not all fun yeah it, a lot it, of work. yeah heavy heavy du heavy work not always so good money but sometimes also quite good good money yeah. but in the beginning like those New York gigs, we didn't get any profit, of course. It was only, yeah. we had to get this, our CV, yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, your, your profits were experience and yeah. smiles, yeah. smiles, yeah. Like, yeah. and that was enough motivation to, to yeah. build. But and yeah. some good press, <coughs> and so we could yeah. show that, hey, this is mm -hmm. going on really so nicely. So fast forward to today, I see your bike. Um, can you tell us a day in the life of chemo? in Uzi sauna. What's your day look like? You wake up, what time? Okay, today I woke up really too early, like sometimes between five and six, and then I, fuck, I can't sleep. I got out up at six o'clock, had my breakfast with my cats, and then I took my bike and came here to Jatkasari to this Uzi sauna and started the heating ab that, about please. at seven o'clock. Okay. Here, here the system is quite quite modern, so I only switch it on and the fire starts. Okay, there were some problems today. I had to lit the fire yeah. with matches, but okay. anyway, at seven o'clock and it started to the uh -huh. heating and burn at that time. Then I went back home mm -hmm. with my bike and had my breakfast there and actually paid some pills, did my like office yeah. work, some actually, yeah, I had to pay my taxes. I have been forgetting they should be paid last week, but then <laughs> I had to do it now. Uh -huh. And then I came back here at 10 o'clock. I had one meeting here because now I haven't been telling, but I'm also a music producer. We have one, one music album production going on. And one friend of mine who is also running one record label he was a little bit listening what we have been doing and telling me some advice what to do next so you had a meeting yeah now, when uh, when you came back at around 10 o'clock did you uh, do any more work with the sauna stoves not they were there running nicely and actually now I think I should go and close the gym let's walk together Yes. Are we okay? Yeah. yeah. <coughs> um, 
So this is a day in the life of, of, of chemo, op, operating Uzi Sauna. Um, we're, we're walking right now. Uh, we're in the main, main entry area where the bars to the left, hangout space, very comfortable, uh, asymmetrical design. We're going to the left, passing through a hallway with really great bench work, um, old school um, bench, benches, and uh, passing the outdoor courtyard in through the locker room. This is men's locker room, right? Yeah. You step through the men's locker room. How many lockers, Kimo? 54 lockers. 54 lockers. We're in what? 40? The chimney because the fire has been going down some, yeah. some time ago. Yeah. We're passing through the shower area. One, two, three, four, five. Very nice shower area with a really cool, like uh, old, uh, I mean, old, looks like old growth tree, but they're not old growth trees, yeah. but nice bench work. So just a very comfortable shower area. Uh, and then you step right into the hot room where we are now and the, the, um, the stove. Some, Go here, ahead. Here I have some laundry from the morning. Yeah. You know, they are dry. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what did you do with the kiwas then? No. Yes. No, I just cl closed the chimney. Okay. Now it's there, totally red and hot, as you see, how many degrees? We're looking at, uh, what does that say? 500 and something. Yeah, five, it's a, pretty much exactly 500 degrees, and uh, that's the, the stones themselves, and I see the glow. 550. Wow, 550, that's, is that where you want it? Yeah. And, and what is the heat source here? Uh, wooden pellets. Nice. I like the wooden pellets. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Less cube, more compact. Yeah. 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 And now I can make the heating automatic. If it would be like big firewood, uh, somebody should be putting there all the time. But wow. this, these pellets, yeah. they go there. How is the price for wood pellets compared to regular wood? Uh, I don't in, know. in terms of like. In Finland, one ton, thousand kilos of pellets. It is for me 200 euros. Okay. Tell us about, uh, uh, we talked about operations. You get here in the morning, it's wood pellet. It's, it's not as labor intensive, uh, but you're still cleaning out the, the firebox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're ready to go. Yeah, uh, then we should also a little bit put water there, the stones, so the ash goes out from there and we have to a little bit clean the sauna, but then it's ready. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this so it's, is it's anyway quite much work. This kind, yeah. of, it's like handwork. You have to yeah. do it. Yeah, it's it's yes, you do. Um, but I must say, uh, you have it streamlined. It doesn't seem completely overwhelming. You're not the only guy. Like you have an employee or yeah, someone yeah, else that yeah, can do this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you know we're sitting here now while the stove is doing its work, the heating the. Lolu room, the hot room, up to temperature. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, tell us about the operations today. Uh, how's it going, Usi Sauna? How, how's it going? Uh, when is your busy time? We are opening at 4 p.m. and the place is open to midnight. Uh, we are open from Tuesday to Sunday. The most busy days are Friday and Saturday. In the beginning of the week, it's more easy, like Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, that's when I came, and it was I was the last. We yeah. were the last three people here. Yeah, but it was it was a nice, 
vibe. I mean, there were groups having a drink after sauna, or the, things were winding down. Yeah. How is your attendance? How's, how's business? I guess it's quite okay. We, start, we started not so long time ago. I think this kind of sauna where we are not at the seaside or lakeside, uh, the, the main season is in winter time. So when it, when it gets hot, hot in summertime, the saunas are a little bit like not too busy. Yeah, yeah. So this kind of urban, ur urban public sauna, the season is winter time. But now when this is new and there, there are new people o always coming, so it's difficult to say. I guess the next J July will be quite easy here. And then again in August the tourists come and yeah. it yeah. will come again. So let's, uh, it's only been six months. Yeah, we started 20th of November. Right on. And I was staying uh, before, uh, a week ago uh, at the Clarion over here and I was talking with the attendants and and they, we pulled up your website and all that, and they're like, "You got to tell me how how it is." And okay. Yeah. So I went back and gave them all yeah. a thumbs up, yeah. and uh, Good. yeah, I think from a tourist perspective, uh, what a great thing. Yeah. You know, um, what percent? Like here we are, uh, middle May. Um, if if there were twenty people coming here, how many Finnish and how many from other places? I other think countries? here. If you had to guess, uh, maybe ten percent. 10 to 20 percent are outsider yeah. and others are local. Yeah. It's dif it difficult to say here in this Uusi sauna because this is anyway so new. There in Kallio, in, in Arla, yeah. I can see it more clearly. Yes. Okay, um, that's anyway quite local place, so the most people are local from the neighborhood, mm -hmm. but uh, all the time more and more tourists. Yeah. I wouldn't say more than 20%, but between 10 and 20. What do you think about this urban sauna revival? You, you saw it. You, you saw this coming. I have seen it. I have been making it. Yeah. Let's say this way. Right on. Right on. <laughs> do you th where do you, if this was a, a, a hill, a mountain, uh, the top meaning it's, it's, it's at its peak, and the, the bottom, the base? We have just started it. Yeah. yeah. In Helsinki, there are now like few new saunas like Uusi sauna, Lonna, and then this Löylu and Kulturi sauna. Yeah. And then there are those old two saunas, sauna Arla and Kotiharju, and one sauna from 50s, sauna Hermanni. So we have maybe eight public saunas right now. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think in Helsinki we should have about 20 saunas and then it could be like crowded. Critical mass. Yeah, but if those saunas, if they are, if if they are all like personal, they, they have their own thing going on. That's right. Little bit different places. Somewhere at the sea. Somewhere, somewhere yeah. in the blocks in in urban space. Yeah. So, I think we still need more saunas here. I love it. I, and I, I and I also seen that other cities in Finland or towns they are waking now they are building this kind of places in many places right now this um urban sauna revival uh it reminds me of uh the craft brewing uh industry uh, in yeah a little United bit States. the same thing yeah uh in minneapolis minnesota for example my city i can relate to it very well a, a lot of brewers 
have popped up, some a little larger, some a little smaller, each one has their own character. Uh, there's a spirit of collaboration amongst craft brewers in, in the United States. How uh, we, this, this, these public saunas that you've just listed here in Helsinki, is there, um, do you communicate amongst each other? Yeah, sure, of course, yeah. of course. Because we are not, we are not competing each other. Everybody is helping each other somehow. The more, more people comes to some sauna, then they get interested to other saunas also. When Lolu is full, they, they tell their people who try to come, they say, no, sorry, now we are full, go to the Uusi sauna, there is a nice place for you. And there in Kallio, same way with Sauna Arla and Kotiharju sauna and Hermanni sauna, we can call them, hey, do you have room? There is one group, I can take them in, so could you take them? Yeah, yeah, please. Fabulous. So it goes. Thank you for saying that. That's that's kind of a different level of operation. You know, the typical American thing is uh, an operation of scarcity. There's a scarcity mindset where it's like, okay, there's only a hundred people that are going to sauna. I want to get as many as I can to come oh, to my yeah, place, yeah, right? Yeah. What you just described so beautifully is a, is an abundance mindset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where like maybe a tourist comes to town. And uh, instead of going to one sauna, hey, they're going to want to go to four. Yeah. You know, and it grows and grows yeah. like this. Um, so that's so great to hear about the uh, um, the feeling of collaboration with other uh, Sure, sure. Working yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Anything, um, listeners to Sauna Talk are mainly in the United States. Is there anything you want to say to listeners uh, in the United States about sauna that, um, your history of sauna is obviously very deep and experienced. Um, is there anything you want to share to listeners? Uh, it, it's always so difficult, but uh, you should all, when you go to sauna, you should only listen yourself. You should be there in the hot room as long as it feels good, not try to be there too long time. If it's not nice there, go out, drink some water and try it again. And you should have time for yourself. You kind of, it's anyway a place where, where you should relax and take it easy. So, so you should listen your heart and listen your feelings, not, not the other people there that uh, you, know, you should stay here more, more, more yeah. time. Or I don't know. I love that about the Finnish um, way is no one uh, makes a joke for anyone else for where they sit, how long they're there. Uh, it's an incredible uh, culture, uh, environment. it's an incredible environment of freedom. Yeah, I guess it must be, yeah. yeah. Cold, go in hot, you know, sit outside. Nobody ever says, uh, no, stay, stay outside longer, uh, uh, wait for me, you know, it's just go, it's a free flow. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah that's true. Nice. But so, the, you must remember the sauna is the only original thing we Finns have. Yeah. That's the only thing we have. Well, I don't know, I don't know. I'll start thinking of some more. <laughs> you know, I, I, there's one thing I do want to say about this town, Helsinki, or all of Finland. There is no garbage anywhere. I don't even know where, I, I mean, I've seen some cigarette butts. Uh, those must be foreigners. I don't know. No, but no. <laughs> it's uh, you walk down the street, and there's one thing. There's many things that are so wonderful about your country. But in uh, in Helsinki here, you walk down the street, and there's a sidewalk. And then next to you is a bike 
bike lane. And then you go out and then there's the cars, right? And then there's a tram, you know? Uh, and now you have these uh, scooters and you have uh, other, you know, personal bikes, rental bikes. Getting around is incredibly efficient. Everybody, it's almost like an intertwining of veins. Like, you know, you have bike lane vein and then you have walking vein and car vein. All these networks all integrating really well together, unlike any city I've been. Okay, nice to hear, because of course there are also some problems. Some bikers, they are acting like assholes, like some car drivers, and yeah. also some like walkers. Sometimes there is some little yeah, bit... Yeah, of course, yeah. but maybe we are a little bit learning. Yeah, for this many people, very minimal uh, conflict I've seen. Yeah. Kimo, two more questions for you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you, you mobile sauna, like if you could bring a, a small mobile sauna, not so much a tent sauna, but maybe a tent sauna, say like a small version of what you were doing for 10 years, in anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, where would you like to bring a sauna? And okay, maybe again back there to New York or then to Tokyo, yeah. in Japan. Urban. Always urban. I don't like. I think the, it, it's nice to take this kind of sauna to somewhere really like, not this kind of uh, lake shore or seashore, yeah. like to the nature. In Finland, we have always the saunas in the nature, yeah. so, and I'm a little bit like city boy. I like to take saunas in ur urban parks or how about some markets. Right, right. So how how under this? Um, how do you deal with the water elements in an urban thing no it's always maybe difficult but then you have to take water somewhere yeah maybe it's hook up to a fire hydrant and make a yeah, really cool yeah. shower system something, something like that uh, not even showers you have only buckets of water yeah. and then you that's what we do yeah yeah i'm i'll show you the nice mug that was invented because of that i you know in my backyard sauna wood fire and all that we have a five-gallon bucket, and then we take these these. Um, yeah, 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 just like that. Yeah, and it froze, right? Uh, yeah, and it doesn't need to be warm. It can be cold, cold also. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you could have a sauna with anybody in the world, dead, alive, past, present, what's the first? Who would be the first person to come into your mind uh -oh. to have a sauna? Actually, when Patty Smith was having her gig here last year. I sent the the agency that hey if Patty wants to have sauna there is one sauna waiting for her. Yeah. So yeah. maybe Patty Smith please come to my sauna. All right. Good. Any final words, Kimo? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good final word. Thank you for this visit this thank morning. Thank you. And thank my, you my for pleasure. all you're doing. My pleasure.